Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chapter 19 of the Eustace Diamonds. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Catherine Millward The Eustace Diamond by Anthony Trollope Chapter 19 As My Brother Lord Fawn had promised, as he put Lizzie into her carriage, that he would come to her soon, but he did not come soon. A fortnight passed, and he did not show himself. Nothing further had been done in the matter of the diamonds, except that Mr. Camperdown had written to Frank Greystock, explaining how impossible it was that the question of their possession should be referred to arbitration. According to him, they belonged to the heir, as did the estate, and no one would have the power of accepting an arbitration respecting them, an arbitration which might separate them from the estate of which an infant was the owner for his life any more than such arbitration could be accepted as to the property of the estate itself. "'Possession is nine points of the law,' said Frank to himself, as he put the letter aside, thinking at the same time that possession in the hands of Lizzie Eustace included certainly every one of those nine points. Lizzie wore her diamonds again and then again. There may be a question whether the possession of the necklace and the publicity of its history which, however, like many other histories, was most inaccurately told, did not add something to her reputation as a lady of fashion. In the meantime, Lord Fawn did not come to see her. So she wrote to him. "'My dear Frederick, had you not better come to me? Yours affectionately, L. I go to the North at the end of this month.' But Frank Greystock did visit her more than once. On the day after the above letter was written, he came to her. It was on Sunday afternoon, when July was more than half over, and he found her alone. Miss McNulty had gone to church, and Lizzie was lying listlessly on a sofa with a volume of poetry in her hand. She had, in truth, been reading the book, and in her way enjoying it. It told her the story of certain knights of old, who had gone forth in quest of a sign from heaven which sign, if verily seen by them, might be taken to signify that they themselves were esteemed holy, and fit for heavenly joy. One would have thought that no theme could have been less palatable to such a one as Lizzie Eustace. But the melody of the lines had pleased her ear, and she was always able to arouse for herself a false enthusiasm on things which were utterly outside herself in life. She thought she too could have travelled in search of that holy sign, and have borne all things, and abandoned all things, and have persevered, and of a certainty have been rewarded. But as for giving up a string of diamonds, in common honesty, that was beyond her. "'I wonder whether men ever were like that,' she said, as she allowed her cousin to take the book from her hands. 
Let us hope not. Oh, Frank! They were, no doubt, as fanatic and foolish as you please. If you will read to the end. I have read it all, every word of it, said Lizzie enthusiastically. Then you know that Arthur did not go on the search, because he had a job of work to do, by the doing of which the people around him might perhaps be somewhat benefited. I like Lancelot better than Arthur, said Lizzie. So did the Queen, replied Frank. Your useful practical man, who attends vestries, and sits at boards, and measures out his gifts to others by the ounce, never has any heart. Has he, Frank? I don't know what heart means. I sometimes fancy that it is a talent for getting into debt and running away with other men's wives. You say that on purpose to make me quarrel with you. You don't run away with other men's wives, and you have heart. But I get into debt, unfortunately, and as for other men's wives, I am not sure that I may not do even that some day. Has Lord Fawn been here? She shook her head. Or written? Again, she shook her head. As she did so, the long curl waved and was very near to him, for he was sitting close to the sofa, and she had raised herself so that she might look into his face and speak to him almost in a whisper. Something should be settled, Lizzie, before you leave town. I wrote to him yesterday, one line, and desired him to come. I expected him here today, but you have come instead. Shall I say that I am disappointed? No doubt you are so. Oh, Frank, how vain you men are! You want me to swear to you that I would sooner have you with me than with him. You are not content with thinking it unless I tell you that it is so. You know that it is so. Though he is to be my husband, I suppose he will be my husband. His spirit is not congenial to mine, as is yours. Have you not loved him? You would not have accepted him? What was I to do, Frank? What am I to do? Think how desolate I am, how unfriended, how much in want of someone whom I can call a protector. I cannot have you always with me. You care more for the little finger of that prim piece of property down at the old dowager's than you do for me and all my sorrows. This was true, but Frank did not say that it was true. Lord Fawn is at any rate respectable. At least, I thought he was so when I accepted his offer. He is respectable enough. Just that, isn't it, and nothing more? You, you do not blame me for saying that I would be his wife? If you do, I will unsay it. Let it cost me what it may. He is treating me so badly that I need not go far for an excuse. Then she looked into his face with all the eagerness of her gaze, clearly implying that she expected a serious answer. Why do you not answer me, Frank? What am I to say? He is a timid, cautious man. They have frightened him about this trumpery necklace, and he is behaving badly. But he will make a good husband. He is not a spendthrift. He has rank. All his people are respectable. As Lady Fawn, any house in England will be open to you. He is not rich, but together you will be rich. What is all that without love? I do not doubt his love, and when you are his own, he will love you dearly. Ah, 
Ah, yes, as he would a horse or a picture. Is there anything of the rapture of love in that? Is that your idea of love? Is it so you love your Miss Demure? Don't call names, Lizzie. I shall say what I please of her. You and I are to be friends, and I may not speak? No, I will have no such friendship. She is demure. If you like it, what harm is there in me saying it? I am not demure. I know that. I do not, at least, pretend to be other than I am. When she becomes your wife, I wonder whether you will like her ways. He had not yet told her that she was to be his wife, nor did he so tell her now. He thought for a moment that he had better tell her, but he did not do so. It would, he said to himself, add an embarrassment to his present position. And as the marriage was to be postponed for a year, it might be better, perhaps for Lucy, that it should not be declared openly. It was thus argued with himself, but yet, no doubt, he knew well that he did not declare the truth because it would take away something of its sweetness from the friendship with his cousin Lizzie. If I ever do Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.